everybody. Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thank you very much for joining us. It's going to be a great show. Another great show. I have a hardworking comic, an actor, Stephen Briggs. Stephen Briggs is on the show today. And, you know, I see him everywhere. This, this guy lives and breathes comedy. And I really respect that. I see him everywhere. I see him at open mics. I see him at shows. I'm on his Instagram. He's constantly performing. He performs for the troops in the Middle East. He performs in Europe, everywhere. He has an album out. He just recently signed with the renowned Uproar Entertainment. Uproar is a big deal. They've recorded some of the most legendary comics like Richard Pryor, Margaret Cho, Pablo Francisco. Not an easy feat. His new album's called Whiskey Dick. Check it out. It's really, really hilarious. And you know what I like? I like about this show is I don't know if you're noticing an intrinsic link to hardworking creatives and the show, but that's actually on purpose. I want to have people on the show that interest me, people that, you know, maybe I can learn a thing or two. Here's the new log line for the show the new log line hardworking creatives who are doing cool shit. So if you're a hardworking creative doing cool shit, hit me up. Hit me up in my my uh, inbox on my website, sarahjhalstead.com. I'd love to have you on the show. Today's featured wine is brick and mortar Chardonnay. We're doing their single vineyard Cougar Rock 2015 vintage. And if you want to check out Cougar Rock brick and mortar Chardonnay, You can find it from our good friends at Flask, Fine Wine and Whiskey in Studio City. Today we have, we have Stephen Briggs. Hey, Hey, what's going on? Stephen, 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 I'm so happy you could be here today. Thank you very much because you are so busy. You are one of the busiest entertainers in LA. I can't even keep track of you. You're all over the place. You're in the Middle East. You're in Germany. You're performing in, right? You were in, or where, where in I, Europe? You were performing I, I was in, like in Italy, like a lot of weird places. Were, Most of them I don't remember from being too drunk, but. <laughs> well, you're, you're at the right studio then. <laughs> this is Drinking During Business Hours, so feel free to indulge. Today, today we are indulging in a delightful, delightful Chardonnay. I know, this called, is, I love it. Called Brick and Mortar from Napa Valley, it's really, I try to choose a wine that best, best describes my, the personality of my guests. And this is a very unique uh, single vineyard. It's very American, but at the same time, it kind of surprises people. And that's kind of what you are to me in the comedy scene, because you really have all these really interesting nuances you know, you, you're this beatboxer, storytelling, very, very energetic comic that you just don't really expect. And you also exude a lot of confidence up there on stage. Oh, thank you very much. So where, I appreciate that. Where did that come from? Let's talk about it. I, I don't know. But first of all, about wine. I actually drink a lot of wine at my house. Uh, my girlfriend's a big wine uh, enthusiast. And uh, right now we've been drinking. She also likes sparkling water a lot. So we found this sparkling red wine called uh, Uncle Dick's, Uncle which you can Dick's. get at Whole Foods, uh, is off the chain. You know what? You should try to get them spons- to sponsor Whiskey Dick. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is Steven's album. I uh, just recently signed with Uproar Records, which is a really big deal. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. But yeah, Whiskey Dick, good stuff, really funny. Um, so where, yeah, you're, you're from New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally from New York. My parents were uh, living there. Um, and, but then they were like, okay, let's move to California. And so I ended up moving to California, and then when I was 16 years old, I got in trouble for making counterfeit money and using a strip club, and so I got wait, sent to military you did? school. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for starting the interview off with such a bang. <laughs> All right, so, so wait, how old were you when you decided to get into this venture? <laughs> I started like, like around like 15 to 16. I was just like messing around with printers and stuff like that. Wow. And, uh, trying to make you fake really money. did this? Yeah, yeah. Well, we started like bleaching like one dollar bills and then who's reprinting we? them. Me and me and my buddy, who's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he in he, prison? He probably he probably would like to remain anonymous. So. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> we won't break him up. But anyway, my parents ended up finding all this money in my closet and thought it was a drug dealer. And then that's when I was telling them like, no, I'm making counterfeit money and I'm using it at strip clubs. And making fake IDs and stuff. And they're just like, this kid's off the rocker. Oh, He's lost his mind. Send him to military school. Okay. <laughs> so that those were the re- repercussions, just military school. We're going to send you away for a while. And yeah, yeah. They're like, this will fix him. They'll, they'll hit him overnight with soaps. Yeah. And <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And like and people think military school up. is like that, like where they hit you with soaps. And they're right. It's <laughs> that bad. Like, really? Yeah. Like my first day there, like a senior just came up and like put me in a headlock till I passed out. And I woke up oh and I was God. like looking up and he's like, welcome to military school. I'm like, what is this? A bad 90s movie? Like, what is this? Evidently. Yeah. So, so now you're like, what, 16, 17 years old? Yeah. Yeah. 16 still. And I'm at military school in Texas. Texas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I was over in that Hollingen, where it's just like cornfields, like Walmart and airport, and that's all it is. So there's no, there's not like a lot of fun you can have there. So like the and the military mm-hmm. school is that is like a very. It used to be an old uh, Air Force base, I believe. Um, so they re, they just turned it into a military school, and at that military school, there was a lot of like like older military guys that ran it. So the way they ran it is not like a regular school where, you know, like if somebody hits you, they get in trouble or something like that. Like if somebody hits you and you have a problem with them, they had a boxing ring and they'd go, okay, put some gloves on, they'd take you over there and then you guys would punch each other in the face until like you're done with it. Well, that's creative. Have a boxing ring handy. Yeah, right? It's so (laughs) random. I'm like, So, and he boxes too. I'm not, I mostly run. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to Floyd Mayweather the whole time. I'm just trying to like dodge. I'm oh. like, oh. And how did were you practicing your comedy in military school just to kind of get you out of tough situations or? No, no. Because oh, okay. <laughs> I know you know like a lot of comics. Their story is you know that they started out as class clown. There's no class you know, clown but, in okay. military school. All like right. they're like none, no, they'll like, just beat just you up. Like they don't care. Shit. Like wow. yeah, they're like oh, okay, somebody wants to try to be funny, huh? They're like well. Oh, go outside and you run like 12 miles and then they're like, like yeah and they're like no lunch for you and I'm like oh gosh wow is so, that yeah so I was like just super quiet in like all military right. school you're quiet and it's it's just all pent up all pent yeah. up in you I would imagine all that creative 
genius that we see on stage. So what, how, what happened from there? How, how did you discover comedy? Um, so when I was younger, um, my mom used to dress me up in a little sailor's outfit and she would, uh, tell me a story and then she would have friends come over and they'd be like drinking some wine and then she'd have me retell the story in the sailor's outfit. So it'd be like just a story about her, like, and she would look really cool in the story every time. <laughs> I like your mom. Yeah. So, and then her friends were like, Ooh, girl, you bad. Yeah. Like high five. And they're uh, like, that's right. So my mom's Puerto Rican too. So like, if you wonder where like that ooh, voice was coming from that, Ooh, girl, like I, that's like a bunch of like Puerto Rican women. I had like, a Puerto Rican mother-in-law for a while. I know a little oh, really? bit about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge, a lot of character. Catholic? Oh, uh, she's or, like non-denomination, uh, but okay, like, yes, yeah, right. I think it's the same thing pretty much. And like, uh, so do you have family in Puerto Rico? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, yeah, my okay? my aunt actually, she, I have a lot, yeah, they're fine. I have a lot of family over there. My aunt actually just moved from there. She uh, moved to Miami, uh, but she was out there in Puerto Rico and she owned a hot dog stand. And so like people would leave the nightclub, you know, you see that woman flipping the hot dogs with the bacon yeah. on it. That was her. That was my aunt. Oh, wow. She'd do that in Puerto Rico. And I then bought she, those were the best damn hot dogs oh, it's good. in it's, the land. Yeah, she saved yeah. up and now she lives in Florida. And she... Oh, uh, uh, cool. Yeah, doing whatever she wants to do in Florida. Did you just start comedy in Los Angeles then? Yeah, or? yeah. I just started comedy in Los Angeles. Uh, like one of my mom's friends was like... Uh, Oh yeah, you know, I remember that kid telling stories. It was funny. And then he's like came and brought me to a show and I didn't even know what comedy was. And then all of a sudden they're like, Next up, Stephen Briggs. And I'm like, Oh, there must be another Stephen Briggs here. And then this old man behind me's like, Go on up there, young blood. And so I just walked up there and started retelling stories and stuff like that. And then it went well. And then I was like, Cool. Wow. When was this? Uh, like seven years ago. Okay. All right. So a while ago. Yeah. I mean you're you were like really young. And what brought you to Los Angeles? I mean, if 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 comedy was sort of like a happenstance, did you have other goals at the time? Uh, no, not really. I just was kind of like living in. I moved after military school. I was living in San Diego for a little bit, oh, and fun, then fun time. yeah, I was like going to college and stuff. And then I was like, eh, you know, I had some friends that are moving out to LA, and. I was like, okay, uh, let me like just move away and try to figure out, you know, like you go like try to figure out life. Yeah, yeah. That's what you should do. And then I just accidentally end up getting caught up because one of my buddies, uh, he's like, hey, you should do something while you're here. You should like try to go out for like commercials or something. Like any person without a brain could do these. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) And so he introduces me to this guy. The guy's like, you look like my younger brother. I'm gonna sign you. And I'm like, okay, awesome. I guess. So then I like ended up like going with all my friends like that I had, and I was like, oh, let's celebrate. So we just bought like really cheap vodka and got like really drunk on it. And I woke up like with the worst hangover the next day. And the agent calls me up. He goes, "Kid, I got you an audition. <laughs> Can you make it there in 30 minutes?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. So I jump in my car and I drive this audition. And I and I'm like sweating out like all this like right. vodka yeah, you really and stuff. Yeah, and I like, open it. the door and I'm like, "There's all these." doors that look the same and I'm like well what do I do where do I sign up and I asked some guy and he goes oh just write your name down there so I like write my name down there and then uh the cast director opens the door and he comes out and he goes uh Stephen Briggs and I come in there and then he goes okay just slate your name and then after you're done just start saying the lines I'm like okay cool I'm like hi my name is Stephen and no. I just throw up everywhere what yeah <laughs> yeah but like for some reason like I just didn't like un- like I just wow. went my my brain went to autopilot like survival mode and I just like popped back up and I was like Stephen Briggs oh, and I just started saying God. the lines they will never forget you yeah, well it's pretty is bad the most awesome story <laughs> ever 
Uh, Talk it, about, you know, when people say like, what is your, like, you know, your, your most embarrassing moment in the industry or the hardest moment in the industry. Yeah. I mean, or the best story, like that's gotta be up there is one of the, I mean, it was pretty crazy. As well. Yeah. I, I mean, the guy was pretty <laughs> pissed. Like, he's like, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm saying the lines. He's like, no, clean this up. That's what you're doing. And he made me clean it up. And then he kicks me out. And I was like super depressed about it because I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. And a guy like comes over to like this kid, obviously he felt like I was like distraught. And he's like, hey man, are you okay? And I was like, I'm just really embarrassed right now because I went to that ESPN commercial and I totally ruined it. And he's like, ESPN. He's like, that's two doors down that way. <laughs> and then I ended up walking in there and booking that one. That was my first audition. Well, what was the right? Was the ESPN the correct audition where you were supposed to be the entire time? I, yeah, that's where I was supposed to be the oh, whole time. Oh, so they have no I walked in the wrong They have one. no idea. Yeah, yeah. I walked in the wrong audition. Fresh slate. You start over. Yeah, hey, fresh slate. I'm exactly. I got it all out of me and I felt comfortable and I ended and up And now you're feeling there. great. Yeah. I was like, I, re- I just need to get that out of me. And then it was like, ah. And it went well. I was like, cool. Oh, that is so <laughs> awesome. That is the best. And you booked it. Yeah, and I booked it. Yeah. So essentially, it was like your first audition, mm-hmm. and you booked it. I mean, if you don't count the first, you know, were yeah. you? Were the first you, one, yeah. yeah. The first, the, were you lecture yeah. cookies? I, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man. So then, so you did commercials for a while. You still do commercials, mm-hmm. though, no? I mean, if the opportunity, you're yeah, still I still like, I, like a, yeah, I did like an Oscar Mayer one yeah. recently. Oh, awesome. Um, and that was really weird uh, because I show up to like set of the Oscar Mayer commercial. And it's supposed to be like a frat party. Like, so I'm supposed to be playing like, I don't know, like uh, ping pong. And there's another guy there and we're supposed to be like talking about the sandwich or something like that. So I get there and uh, I'm hanging out in the backyard and the director gets there and he looks around and he goes, oh, who forgot to get female extras? Oh, shit. So it's just all guys. And he goes, he goes, it's bad enough that this is an Oscar Mayer commercial. Now it's all dudes. <laughs> and he's super mad about this. Oh man! So then he goes, he goes, hey, and he points to the one guy with long hair, and he goes, come here, and he like has him stand next to me and turn around. And he goes, this is your girlfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was okay. Gonna have to really put on the acting chops. Yeah. For this yeah, and I'm supposed to be acting with this other dude who's like the whole time he's just telling me how he goes to like UCB and all these like growlings. He's like, I'm the best improv actor ever. I'm like, that's great, man. That's great. Like, let's just do this commercial and get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And so like I'm supposed to be. Um, trying to get him to eat the sandwich and he's playing ping pong and I'm supposed to be like, Hey man, you got to eat the sandwich. It's amazing. Da, da, da. So and they're like, good. just try to convince him to eat the sandwich. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Hey man, the sandwich is so good. Da, da, da. And he's like, no. And I'm like, dude, the sandwich is so good. He's like, no. And I'm like, dude, you gotta really try the sandwich. He's like, no. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Cut. And I just cut. And I was like, uh, I don't know improv. that much about improv, but I think the one thing you're not supposed to do is say no. no that's so the you, golden no-no yeah. is no. And the yeah. director goes, Hey, he's right. Switch roles. <laughs> he has a switch roles. And then so now he goes, okay, you try to convince him to eat the sandwich. And I go, okay, I just can't say no. You know, I got to say something else. And so he comes over and he's like, hey, man, you got to try the sandwich. I'm like, I'm in a really intense game right now. He goes, you got to try the sandwich. I'm like, all right, cool. And I turn over and I just take a bite out of it. And the director goes, no, don't take a bite out of it. Oh, come on. You he's ruined like, our prop. He's like, you're making this look worse than it already is. He's like, there's no guys. You're taking a bite out of the sandwich. This is Oscar Mayer. What is going on with you? And I was like, I'm sorry. And he goes, oh, let's just do He's like, do anything. Thing but that and so he has me redo it like 20 times different things and then I was like I felt like man that was really embarrassing and then like a month later the commercial comes out and I watch it and it's me biting the sandwich he used that, that, that was yeah, the yeah only he used that he used that oh, I was I like love it. 
No, the, the whole commercial, but he ended up yeah, using yeah, the bite after was, yeah. he was so mad about the bite. Well, you know, you knew best. You had I, to go with organic, I, what looks, you know, what looks <laughs> natural. I don't I mean, know if that's natural. Why would but... you like have a, a sandwich in front of you and you don't eat it? You know? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was, guess it was kind of weird that I took a bite out of a, this dude's hand, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Improv. I know. There's paprika <laughs> on that meat. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> So then, uh, so the, you always kind of stuck to storytelling. Well, you do kind of a combination. I've seen you perform. I think the first time, well, the first time we met was at Soho House. Yes. And you were, um, opening for, actually you were hosting that show. Yeah. Yeah. And they always Mar- bring me in to host there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Margaret Cho was the headliner. Yeah. And you had, you really did, I mean, hosting is not easy. That's a completely different kind of animal, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you have to, you know, keep the energy and the and the audience of Soho House is not easy. No, that's like the, that's, I, people like tell me, I'm like, I'm like, you want to see a hard yeah. audience? You go to Soho House and you try to perform there. Like people you do not care never, about your poor jokes. Know what you're gonna yeah, get yeah. at Soho House. Some days it's cool, other days it's full of. Dishes. How many times have you gone to that show? Um, I try to go whenever I can. Oh really? Uh, so yeah, you've probably been to it yeah, more than I have. I, I've been to yeah, and that was actually one of the better shows. Oh wow! Okay. And it has nothing to do with the level of comics. It's just you never know what you're gonna get in that kind of crowd. Mm-hmm. We met at Soho House. Yeah. And then I just started seeing you everywhere. Well, we we became friends. Yeah. And we exchanged numbers, and we're talking comedy and stuff after yeah. the show. And then I just started noticing like how you're, if you're not performing, you're in an open mic. Yeah. I just outgrind. And I like you and I have run into each other like five different open mics. Like we just did an open mic last week together. Yeah. And, um, and I just really respect that. I really, it's just a, a very bonding thing when, when like you, that you develop over time with, with it's a camaraderie that you Mm -hmm. develop with other comics in this town. Yeah, I have other friends that like comics that have been doing it as long or longer than me, and they're like, oh, I don't do open mics anymore. But Mm. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know, like it keeps you like grounded because you know, like you're seeing what everything, all the levels are presenting itself. You know what I mean? So, and then also, like if you do too many like hot, hot shows, you're just like crushing all the time. Like sometimes, like, you're just crushing too hard and then it's the, you don't realize that the material maybe is not as strong as it needs to be because sometimes hmm. like likability will take over and likability yeah. exceeds like joke writing sometimes. Yeah. So but when you do an open mic, there's no likability. They don't no. care who you are. So they your don't joke care. has to be really good. And yes, and and you're not going to get the attention of the comics if it's not really good. Exactly. Because they're they, you know, they're focused on their own stuff. They're looking at their phone. They are, you know, thinking about what they're going to say. They're just, it's, it's really kind of the most horrendous audience. But when you can get them to laugh, exactly, yeah, doesn't it feel so good? Oh, it's when like you get the best. comics yeah. to laugh at your shit. Yeah, if you, if you, I feel like, yeah, if I crush an open mic, it's way more exciting than doing like a room that's just like fluffed for me. It's like, oh, okay, I actually, like, you know what I mean? It feels yeah. like you actually like went on like uh like you went to the gym instead of like you just went there and like lifted a few weights and took some Instagram photos. Yeah. You know? No, like, absolutely. Oh, I was here. And we yeah, you know, it's I really respect any comic at an open mic is because it also it's it's a lot of energy. It's fatiguing. 
Yeah. You know, it, oh, yeah. I mean, it's you know, I, I'm doing this challenge right now that Jay Washington put me up to called mm. 30 sets in 30 days. And it sounds so much easier 30 than sets, it like is. 30 like only 30 consecutive, sets. Consecutive. Like, well, consecutive for 30 days. So you could do like three in one day and that would take... That would count as three, or that well, only count no, as one. Well, no, no, like it will, it will okay. just be extra. Okay, okay. So gotcha, because I've gotcha. done three in a night, and I've done, yeah. but to 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 be really Do like 30 consecutive, days in a row. yeah, yeah exactly. And it's just, yeah. and I, there are nights when like it's getting a little cold, and I'm really oh, yeah. tired, and you know, I and you. I have to go out, and you know, and I'm, yeah. I mean, it's, so when I see other comics, and it's so funny because we ran into each other. Um, at the last bookstore, that was really funny. Oh yeah! And, and then we ended up going to uh, um, to the yeah the Lexington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our friend Vaughn um, got a little ornery with the uh, with the host of the show because we started late. And oh, yeah. I did not blame him one bit. Me neither. And yeah. I respected the hell out of the fact that he called out the host. And you know, and he was like, "Yeah, we you know this this sign up was at nine thirty. We were supposed to start at 10.30. It's 11 o'clock. What's up? Yeah. You know, because it's fatiguing. This is hard. We've been working all day. We're doing two, three mics a night sometimes. Yeah. And I, I just thought that was really cool. Oh, and, yeah. And I think I just shot like four sketches with him that day. So oh, like, shit. Yeah. So God, we were just like no shooting. Wonder you guys are like yeah. spent. Yeah. It was like. Oh. And you were funny on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was you like. You were really oh, funny. Because they had the book show before. So I was like, let me try to slide onto this one before. Yeah. Before everyone gets like. Ah. So I was talking to them. And they let me go up. And then I was like. But you know, it was like a difference though. Like the first. When the book show was actually way easier than when the open mic started, I noticed. Yeah. And the open mic there, people were just like, oh. Over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like over yeah. it. Yeah, and, and that's the world. That's that's the open mic world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're always really nice and you're very courteous to everyone there. Like oh, you, yeah. I, I just noticed, like you're just friends with everybody. And I think that's really important. Yeah, we're all in the know? same gondola yeah. going to the same destination, you know? Like yeah, why, yeah. what's the reason, you know what I mean, to shake the boat? Uh, so you actually performed for the troops. You went to the Middle East. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've gone, to, I've what gone was that for like? a while now. I'm actually going in a couple of days and going to Guantanamo Bay. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So that's that's cool. And like I've gone to, I went to Iraq early, mm -hmm. earlier this year. Or I think it was, yeah, earlier this year I went to okay, Iraq. Okay, okay. And that was that was cool to go over there and see like uh, them and, you know, do some shows. Did out. that feel, yeah, that must have felt pretty rewarding. I mean, and yeah, I've been do, I've been going overseas for like now like the last four years, I think. That's amazing, it Steven. Is. Really, so, hats yeah, off. Yeah, so like I, like I like to, they're just like, okay, you're going here and here and there. I'm like, okay, let's go. And we just go. Well, over. obviously it must be cool and a very enriching experience for you to go every year like yeah, that for four years. It's, so. it's definitely fun. And it's like, uh, it's crazy too because like you go over there and like you'll do like these shows and it's like packed out with all these soldiers and stuff like that. And then they're like super excited uh, because yeah, they're. I mean, like Iraq, there's not like a lot of fun stuff to do, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. You can't really I can't like, imagine. Right? Yeah, so it's like oh, you got to make up stuff, and so like they, they get some entertainment that'll come out, and they're like oh, they're really excited to see you, and they're like yeah, I, I checked you out on YouTube, man. It's like whoa, hey, okay. <laughs> it's like do that one joke you do, and I'm like okay, okay. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> and then like when I'm over there too, all this weird stuff happens. So I always get material when I'm over there too. So I like yeah, um, yeah you I know, like to, you uh, only get material from living. 
Yeah, like I see you know? it seem, yeah, it seems like always when the craziness happens. That's when like, oh, okay, Yeah, here we you go. need a little crazy. You need to put mm-hmm. yourself out there or your material is going to be mundane. Yeah, I think so. Unless like you're really good at observation, then like, oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not like, I'm not, super, yeah, I'm I'm not, not an observation. Comment. Yeah, I know. Right. I can't just be I mean, like this plate and tell you something different. You never yeah. thought about this plate. I don't know. <laughs> I find, you know, it depends on the comic, but sometimes that's boring because it's surfacey for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah and I definitely. would rather get to know like what's going on in yeah. the head of the comic. Yeah. There's you know? not too much introspection with the plate. Yeah. So you can't be like this yeah. plate right here. How did YouTube come about? Like, how did you, how did you think, like, what was the objective of that initially? Because you oh, you're yeah. pretty big on YouTube. Um, well, it just, what happened was, um, I have, like, uh, I, I, like, write with, like, a lot of different, like, uh, writers that, like, do stuff on, like, television. So they'll hit me up and they'll ask me, like, punch up and stuff. And I noticed that more stuff was getting, like, online and stuff. And I noticed a lot of people don't like to read as much now. Right. <laughs> so you send them something and it takes them for like I would send a script off to somebody yeah. and I'd be like, hey, have you read this? And they'd be like, no, it'd be like a month. But then I would just go shoot it myself and send it. Hey, and they would check it out like immediately. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is a, just a faster uh, like writing resume, yeah. I thought. Yeah. And it, so I was like, OK, let me just start like shooting the stuff myself. And I just started like doing it myself and then putting up videos. And then more people started seeing it and being like, hey, I want to get involved. So more people started helping. And then before you know, it's like, OK, cool. Now we're putting out stuff all the time. Like, ah. Wow. Yeah. No, you have a really big YouTube presence. And yeah, it's 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 a shame that people don't read. But at the same time, it's kind of refreshing that uh, entertainers can kind of take the bull by the horns yeah, and, it's a little and grow easier their to, brand themselves. Exactly, and, and YouTube's just this phenomenon. This it's a, a very useful tool. And, yeah, definitely. And and at the same time, and not only are you marketing yourself, and not only are you growing your brand, but you're practicing your craft, and you can do it any time you want. Exactly. That's the thing I like. Like, cause like like I feel in LA, a lot of people are like, okay, I need somebody to give me a chance or give me an opportunity or like, you know, make something happen. Uh, but I'm like, I like to just kind of like, just when I have the idea, let's do it. You know what I mean? I don't like to yeah. wait too long. Cause then it's just like, I feel like I procrastinate and then I'd just never do it. How did I, uh, uh, whiskey Dick come about? And, uh, and did you sign with the, uh, did you sign with uproar first? Because you just recently signed with uproar or mm-hmm. did they, did they approach you? Uh, they approached me. Well, they <laughs> approached my friend, which is weird. And then that they got caught at me. What happened was, um, so, Okay, so the guy who runs Uproar, his name is David, mm-hmm. and I met him in Vegas, and I walked up, and he was talking to two of my friends, and I'm like pretty loud sometimes, so I walk up, and I'm like, hey, like, I hadn't seen these guys in a long time, so he thought I was very drunk from being loud, so he goes, I think you're, you're a little too drunk, I think you're too drunk, uh, and I was like, he goes, you have, I think you've had too much alcohol, and I'm like, what, what are you talking about, I haven't even started drinking, what are you talking about, <laughs> like, and so, like, he, he didn't like me at first. He's like, he's like, yeah, I think you had too much alcohol. You had too much to drink. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I, I we already don't like each other. Jump. It's because you're natural endorphins. Yeah, like yeah. Like, you are, like, this like, naturally this... really upbeat yeah. personality, you know? <laughs> 
But so he starts end up he ends up at the bar and he's talking to my friend Angie, who's a comic. She's a really funny comic who she just moved from Vegas to here, and she's a really fun time. People really like to hang what, out. With what's her. Uh, her last name? Crumb. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's really really funny and cheap, but she can drink. She's like a tank. Like nice. It's insane. Like I like she used to like back in the day just drink a whole bottle of Jaeger oh. like to herself. And so anyway, she's <laughs> at the herself? bar. <laughs> yeah, to herself. I swear to herself. So anyway. Uh. They start kicking it, hitting it off, and they're at the bar, and she, and she's like, "Oh, let's drink together." So they start drinking Jaeger, which is the devil's drink, and they start drinking this. And he's like, "Oh, I gotta go," and she's like, "One more drink," but she's very charming, so he keeps on drinking with her, and he ends up passing out at the oh, bar. So the then irony. I see this opportunity, and I walk up and I push him in the shoulder, and he looks up. I'm like, "Hey, David," and he goes, "Oh, Stephen." I'm like, "I think you've had too much to drink." Love it. And he's like, "You son of a." That's a great. <laughs> and then start after of a that, we were cool with each other. Yeah. And then so she told him, like, I just did a show and I did like an hour and a half there. And he's like, oh, you have that much material? And I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know. And so he goes, oh, when can I see you? And I go, oh, I'm going to perform at the Ha Ha like next week. So he goes, I'm going to come see you. So he goes to come see me and he shows up, but he goes to the wrong Ha Ha. He goes to the old one. Oh. And, and so then he hits me up with an email and he goes, I showed up and you weren't there. I didn't I even waited. know that the old one was still it wasn't. like, oh, okay. It wasn't. It, but he didn't like know that. It, okay. So he, he gets but really the, Yeah, the wrong address. It was still in, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So he, he gets mad at me about that. And I go, I go, David, I didn't know that you didn't know where the new haha was. And I go, here's the address for the new haha. And he goes, okay, fine. I'm going to show up. But you that's two strikes. <laughs> Because so, Haha has been renovated for like at this new address for yeah. a while. And so but. he shows up to the new Haha and we're talking and he goes, when do you go on? I'm, I'm already ready to go. He's very old, I understand. And so I go, I go, let me ask the host. I ask the host. The host goes, okay, you're going to go on next. And I go, I'm going on next, David. And Joe Coy drops in. Oh, and shit. so Joe Coy, they're like, hey, we're going to bump you because Joe Coy comes in. So Joe Coy goes up and he does like a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then he gets off. And then David comes to me. He goes, I thought you said you were going up next. And I was like, <laughs> I thought I was too. But Joe Coy came in. He goes, well, when are you going up? I'm like, I'm going up uh, now. And he goes, I'm like, go sit down. I'm going up right now. He goes, okay. And he goes, sit down. Uh, and then Arsenio Hall walks in. Oh, And shit. Arsenio Hall bumps me. Oh, and man. <laughs> Arsenio That's Hall how goes it up. is. That's how it goes. And it's going crazy. The place is going nuts. And so he comes over. He goes, I thought you said you're going up. And I was like, I was. But Arsenio Hall bumped me. He goes, well, what are you going up? He's like, I'm about to leave. I'm like, I promise I'm going up right so now. So he's not enjoying watching, you know, these Well, I think he's just tired. Or, like, yeah. you know, he's not. He's seen a lot of comedy. You know? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, no, he, I like it. He I made like that he's not Richard impressed. Pryor, so. <laughs> That's true, yeah. He's been around and forever. And Margaret Cho and, yeah, some legendary. Yeah, he, I think really he, big. you know, he, seeing a comedy show, he's not going to be thrilled. Like, he's not impressed, you know. He's not. He's, he's not going to get starstruck. It. He just, yeah, he's not his like, objective I see. is to see what you got. Yeah, he's yeah. there real quick to do his job and get out. Right. So uh, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, now I got to go back to these two guys. And so I go up and I just like riff on like what they were talking about. And then I do some material. And he comes up and he goes, oh, I liked it. How much time did you do? And I go, I don't know, like 15. And he goes, well, how much can you do? And I was like, I don't know. Like Angie said I could do an hour and a half. So let's go with that. And he goes, he goes, oh, okay. He goes, I'll send you a contract tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> he just <sent> me a contract. <laughs> and then he's what? like, yeah, he's like, I'll do the album. I'm like, okay. Wow. When so, was this? Uh, this is like last year okay. we did this, and then the album came out in December. Yes. So, yeah. Recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, way to get it out, No, it, I love it. A, a yeah. little bit of uh, you know timing, yeah. and and luck, and being with the right person, and there are all kinds of things that need to be in play. Yeah, now him and I are be, cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I, I remember like we had dinner one time, and he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, when I first met you, I didn't like you. And I'm like, no, I know, I know. So it's just like reiterating it to me. Uh, and so then we went to go record the album. We went in Seattle to record the album. And like all this crazy stuff started happening. Uh, like uh, like a woman came up on stage. And, wow. Yeah. And she started yelling about some stuff. And then the I think she went in the bathroom and started throwing But she went in the men's bathroom and started throwing up. And security came together and she punched the security guard in the oh, face. Awesome. And then so they, they <laughs> called the police. And the, the like in the history of this club, no one's ever had the police called at their show. So I'm like the first one. And so they're like, oh, God. And I'm like, I don't know the woman like that came up here. So it was like that happened. And so he goes, oh, God, the police got called. And so uh, after that, he goes, well, we'll get them tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We'll get a better recording tomorrow, you know, because like the police came, there's sirens. You can't wow. really have that on your album, you know. And so like the next day he hits me up and he goes, I go, hey, where are you? And he goes, oh, man. And he was like, I was walking back to my place and I tripped and cut my head open. And he had to get like stitches during the oh. night. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on? This is like insane. Like the police, like and now your head split open. And he's like, <laughs> I lost a lot of blood. And I'm like, oh, oh man. And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't know about drinking tonight. And I'm like, what are you t- if there's anything what that's going to cure Yeager? that, that's a drink. Oh, man. <laughs> Had to call Angie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was nuts. I was like, whoa. He had like a huge bandage on his head. And he's like, it's going to be good tonight, though. And uh, it went good. It was cool. But like, that was just so And crazy. that was the recording you went with? I, the second I, I don't know. Or? I didn't, I didn't, wasn't there for the editing or anything. Like, I just let him oh, handle oh, okay. it. Yeah, I just, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just go. Right. Once I so recorded on, like Johnny Depp, I'm like, I don't listen to it. Oh, I so just, badass. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's done. It's in the can. I'm not a part of this no more. So you don't record your sets? I never, I've them? never recorded a set. And listen to that. Wow. I've never heard myself do stand-up. Unless it's like a video from like a TV performance and I'm sending it off for like, you know, I mean, bookings and stuff. But I've never, yeah. I don't record any sets and I don't listen but to Have you heard Whiskey Dick? No. Wow. Yeah, I haven't heard That's it. fascinating. Really? Yeah. It just <laughs> yeah, seems like I've you would want to, you know. never heard it, yeah. So you don't have that philosophy that you need to... I record every single I don't know. Um, and I listen to it. Yeah, like, I know a lot of people do do that. And it's probably right. smart to do that. I just well, try... Here's the thing. Or maybe I, not. Look at you. I mean, you're doing just fine. So actually, you're doing yeah. great. So whatever. Yeah. You know, it's whatever I, works. It's, people have different, you know, different strokes for different folks. And this is the way I think about it is I do this and I still... I. This is a not a... Like a lot of people are like, okay, I need to get somewhere really fast. You know, it's like a sprint to them. But th- I realized this is like, uh, you know, like I, I did cross country when I was younger. So I understand this is a long, long race. You need to pace yourself and you need to mm. enjoy yourself the whole time. Yeah. If I start listening to sets every night, I'm not going to, I know I will stop enjoying stand up and I don't want to stop enjoying it. So for that sake, I don't listen to sets. Maybe that's why I hate stand up so much. I don't know. Maybe that's just my philosophy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't work as hard and I'd get bored. Yeah. Uh, and I, well, I get very bored of my sets. Yeah. So, so. that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So for me not to listen to sets, it keeps it fun for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why. I, so I don't listen to sets. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps it fresh. 
I don't I don't know if like, he's a friend. I mean, I so yesterday I was like, man, I should have recorded that set because like I was improvising all this stuff and I was like, oh, but the thing is like I can kind of remember the gist of whatever I was saying and then I can kind of just tweak and figure it back out. Like I never have been like, oh, I can't remember what I said or something like that, you know, like. So I don't know. May, maybe I'd have like twice as much material if I recorded my sets, but who knows? And uh, do you? I mean, you write it down though, no? And I write, yeah. Of, but I, that's like my thing. Is like I sit down at a desk and I write. Right. Like, yes. I I have two desks in my house. I have a sitting desk and I have a standing desk, mm-hmm. and I rotate between the two when I work. So I it sit too long, you know, your back gets messed up, and you just get all like your legs are wrecked and everything. So I kind of like every like thirty minutes, like I'll switch desks. Yeah, you need and kind yeah. of like you, you know go keeps to my blood going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I can mm-hmm. you know I get up a couple times and you know it's a couple squats I've done during the day, so that's my workout for the day. <laughs> I'm like, there we go. <laughs> that's Keep my the blood. Yeah, Keep yeah. The blood I'm, like, flow going. I'm like six squats. <laughs> That's it. That's that's and, and that's the the activity of the day until you go out. Yeah, you're probably I go. knowing you. You probably have something going on after this. You're probably gonna do like a yeah. I'm gonna go because you're show. you're out you're a show tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go do a show. So not an open mic, a show. You yeah, have a, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a show. <laughs> Where's your show tonight? Um, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Oh, there's, there's so many names. These Maui Wowies yeah. and these like you know. Beside the truck stops and all I these know, like names, I don't know. I can't keep up with all these names, the chuckle huts and all these places. It's, I love it, and and the more like obscure and just flat out weird, I don't know. It just kind of makes my my heart flutter a little more. Yeah. I I performed at the VFW in Burbank. Oh, I performed at so many of those. Yeah, right. VFWs. And I mean, yeah, and. You were and I had to, I had to start, I had to start singing "Star Spangled Banner" to get their attention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like you got to do like whatever you got to do. Let me tell you, to- I've, I've had some of the craziest places I've performed at. I've performed one time in a mall, like in the center of a mall. There's a they built a little stage. And it was just people walking by, and you had to try to get their attention. But it was terrible because there was an echo, so like the jokes wouldn't work twice in the room. It was so awful. It was like, <laughs> oh. So that I've had that was terrible. Um, where else have I performed? That's just really, really weird. Um, I don't know if you heard me talk about it. Though. I, I performed at uh, a swingers party. Yeah, that's that, that that's was, your material. That was like I insane. love that joke a lot. Oh, thank you. And that's it's a like, story. That's a story. Yeah, it's a story. Joke. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's just like weird like stories. And there. I I've seen you tell that material twice and with with completely different kind of energy and and you kind of changed the format and both yeah. times it was just as funny oh thank you yeah so like yeah it's just like all these weird play like i've had like even like i was talking to some comic the other day about how like like there's no union in stand-up so like you can get screwed very easily yeah like yeah. like i was telling him like one time i like this, this producer was like hey i'm gonna pay you a hundred dollars Come out here and perform. And I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I drive out there and he goes, listen, man, we can't pay you the $100, but we can pay you with chicken wings. Wow. And I was like, I drove 90 miles to get here. And he goes, well, what do you want, boneless? I was like, are you serious? Oh, Is that your answer right now? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, this is a you, long time You could ago. write a book on just like funny situations oh, you've been in on the yeah, road, you know? It's just, yeah. What are your current projects? Current projects or future projects, like what's next? Yeah, what do you um, have going on? I'm I'm working on uh, recording a second album. I'm, I'm gonna record Great. that pretty soon. So I have like the material ready now. I'm just getting like 
trying to decide on a date and when I have free time to do it. And going back for a minute, just because I'm curious, how does that, how do you find the venue? Is that something that uh, the, the, uh, Upwork selected yeah, the venue? Yeah, they Because you, you recorded that live in Seattle. Yeah. What was the venue? Uh, the Comedy Underground. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good audience? Yeah, it was good. I mean, besides mm-hmm. the police getting called, you know, and, you know. Yeah, 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 but yeah, we, Besides, but that, 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 was that, great. And that was even kind of cool that, too. Yeah, uh, that makes it even cooler. That, really, that was you know, it's weird. Okay, so we, another weird thing that happened after the first show, um, we had a second show to do on one of the days. I think maybe like a Friday or Saturday, and one of the girls from the first show comes and walks into the green room in the back, and she's like, "Hey, hey, I was at the first show. I saw it." And I was like, "Oh, cool." And then she just starts eating our food. It was like the most bizarre thing wow. ever. Like we had food out and she just started eating it and like ice cream and stuff. But like nobody said anything. We're, we're just like, okay, I guess. And then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> I was talking to the host. I was like, oh, what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go try to get somebody. And I go and leave. I go to get somebody, get somebody that works. And we go back down there and he's making out with her now. And I'm like, what is going on that here? That is the Twilight Zone. What is this? Like... <laughs> So many times I've felt, and I haven't gone on the road like you, but I have traveled a distance. Like yeah. I've driven a couple hundred miles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's yeah, the, you really see the real shit out there, you know. And oh. and we, when you're, yeah. you know, you extract yourself from this environment because we forget, you know, because we're, you know, like politics, for example. You know, during uh-huh. I had some topical jokes because it was during the election. It would almost be like conspicuous to be a comic and not address it. So I felt like I had to. I felt a little bit of pressure yeah. to have like some Trump jokes, some Hillary jokes. So I go out on not on the road, but I I was uh, outside of L.A., a good mm. distance from L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I had you know jokes that would kind of lean more towards the left because to me, anyone in their right mind. Would lean yeah, that way, yeah, like huh. at the time, and yeah, I then got you're surprised. Right? I, got, I got booed off. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I was worried that I was going to get my ass kicked in the parking lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had I had a buddy who um, he's a he's a writer. He was writing for some show. I can't remember what the show is, but we were talking, and he goes, he he goes, you know, I used to do stand up, and I go, whoa, no way, and he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I remember one time I was performing at the improv, he tells me, he goes, and he goes, I start doing some political stuff and some guy gets mad about it. Oh no, the girl gets mad about it. This girl gets mad about it. And he's like, he starts going off on her and, and roasting her and the whole audience is going crazy. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll pay for this. And he's like, sure. And he like, after the show, he walks to the parking lot and then she's standing there and she goes, there he is. And her oh, boyfriend no. walks over and just like beats him up. Just like punches Whoa. him. Yeah. He's like, he's like laying in the floor to pull his own blood and he's like this is the first fight he's ever been in and then everyone walks off and he goes well what do i do do i just lay here and wait until like an ambulance comes and he said he just laid there for 10 minutes and then he said he got up and he he went back to his house and just like in brokeback mountain he took the bloody shirt and hung it up (laughs) on a hanger and every time he thinks about doing stand-up comedy he goes and looks at that bloody shirt and he goes not today and he's never done stand-up since the joy of comedy the joy (laughs) of stand-up comedy ladies and gentlemen Oh, Stephen Briggs, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you for Thanks having for me. Thanks for sharing your more than entertaining oh, stories. I had a great time. And yeah, if if uh, if people want to find you on YouTube and your website and all that stuff, where where can we find you? Yeah, uh, Instagram, it's at Stephen Briggs Comedy. Uh, website, StephenBriggsComedy.com. YouTube, slash 
or no, youtube.com slash Stephen Briggs Comedy. It's all just Stephen Briggs Comedy. It's easy. Steve, Stephen Briggs, B-R-I-G-G-S. Yeah. S, and Stephen spelled S-T-E-V-E-N. Yeah. Stephen Briggs Comedy, and he's really, really funny. You should check him out. And he's really nice. Thanks for listening to this week's Drinking During Business Hours. I'm Sarah J. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sarah J. Halstead. And if you liked this episode, please give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really liked it, make sure you tell a friend and every single family member. <laughs> <laughs>